Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Coffee Pods, where today we are doing a bit of a series on uh, up close and personal, which is where we chat to some of our uh, team here at Acorn, either part of a healing hub team or just on the ministry team um, at some of our events. And we are thrilled to have uh, Diana with us. Hello, Diana. Hello, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining us, Diana. Um, Just to give some uh, context, I suppose, for those of you who are listening, Diana um, is part of the Gosport Healing Hub. And we're going to ask you some questions soon uh, about what that looks like and how you've got involved um, in the Christian healing ministry, Diana. But um, Wes, I thought it'd be good just to have a little think about, um, again, the healing hubs. Um, Mm. So... Um, last week we looked at why healing hubs. Yeah. Um, today I thought it'd be a good question to think about who is involved in these healing hubs. So could you enlighten us? Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because um, as, as as the healing hubs start, and certainly when as Diana talks about her own uh, healing hub, it's it's a real good example of it. Um, when you think about who who can be involved, um, let me just go back to the very first healing hub which was of course Jesus and the 12 disciples and you look at the people that he brought in to the team and and the interesting thing about that moment is normally um as a a sort of a Jewish young male you would go to a rabbi and ask them if they were considered taking you on as a disciple Okay, so that's that's how it was done, Um, except when you come to Jesus, he does it completely the other way around. (laughs) He just walks into people's lives and says, "Um, follow me, you know, and and whatever. So I love the fact that Jesus just literally turned the whole process around. And then I like the fact, look who he chose. You know, he didn't choose the most likely people that you would have said, well, if you're going to be a disciple of Jesus, you're going to have a PhD in Jewish history and all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. He just chose fishermen, the tax collector. Um, Simon the Zealot, is, I want to meet him when I get to heaven. He's going to be an interesting character, isn't he? You know, yeah. what was, He was clearly um, zealous about a number of things. Um, and one of them was his, probably his hatred of the, the Gentiles. But, hey, there's a, mm-hmm. another thing. So you look at them all and you think, there wasn't a, any one personality type yeah. that Jesus chose. They certainly weren't the good and the great, and they weren't necessarily the highly gifted at that moment in time. They were people, however, who were willing to follow the lead of Jesus. And I think if you're saying to me, who gets involved? I'd say, mm-hmm. well, people who are uh, in that category and, and you know, qualifications and things like that uh, we in the hubs we can give training but do you know it's open to anybody who wants to follow Jesus in this mm, thank you and and so do you I mean you kind of touched on this a little bit but do you feel there's like a certain type of person um particularly with the healing hubs but just in the Christian healing ministry I, I think the only thing I would say about that and and they are all different personality types. I don't think you have to be an extrovert to be involved in the healing ministry. And in fact, Diana might comment on that uh, at at some point, but do you know, um, much of the healing ministry is, uh, is done um, very quietly. It's, um, it's, it's a gentle thing. It's Mm. often understated 
but it is very profound. Um, and I love the fact that, you know, Jesus will take people away privately and, and this is not a public circus. But I would say that the thing that I've noticed is that the people that Jesus chose the disciples were those, in a sense, who were willing to learn from the Holy Spirit and, and willing to be led by it. Because very often in the healing ministry, you are being led in the moment by mm. God. And so it's not like here, I've got a formula about how to do this. Mm. And I, I think, you know, and be interesting to see what Diana says, but people who are humble, people who are compassionate, I think people who are faithful, you know, they are living in trust in Jesus. Mm. I think they're the sort of people that, and, and you know, we've got somebody who's a biker and we've got somebody mm-hmm. who's an ex doctor and a nurse and a accountants and a baker and we got everybody involved yeah. in this but they all have those characteristics yeah awesome thank you and just so you know if anyone is interested in a healing hub we're not ticking a list <laughs> saying that you've got this characteristic and that one um as Wes has mentioned all are welcome that is the beauty of the ministry of Jesus isn't it that all are welcome and all can be involved yeah. um but why don't we have a chat then uh Diana about uh, the Gospel Healing Hub. But firstly, it would be nice just to know a little bit more about you. How did you become involved in the Christian healing ministry? Um, well, I have a brother who is 18 months older than me, who was born with severe learning difficulties. I think be- probably because in those days, he had a cord around his neck and the nurse who delivered him didn't realize that. And so John is, well, he's about the age of three, but he's now 80 years old. So he's done very well. But of course he was a great disappointment to my parents and it was my job to look after him and keep him safe. And so when I went to school, he went to a residential home and has been in a residential home ever since. Although of course we see him as much as we can. Mm, yeah. So I think that was the start. And then there are doctors in the family and I was a nurse and, oh, I was always a Christian. So um, it just sort of happened automatically, really. Yeah, yeah. Your 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 life path has led that way. Um, and you've yes. got, I think it's lovely you've got your own passion um, from your own story um, it's just really lovely to see how that has formed into where you are now. Um, but more so than with the healing hubs, what was it about the healing hubs that you said, yeah, I'd like to be involved in that? About the healing hubs? Well, um, I don't know. I've been associated with ACORN since the 90s and done led a lot of courses on listening and healing and prayer and so it became part of me really Mm. and then when I married a doctor who was also um, very conscious of the lack of feeling in fingers and toes and eyes and whatnot we because I had worked in Africa we we went out to Africa and Malawi um Madagascar and India too with lepra and we went around the 
leper colonies and schools and things. And so healing has been so much part of my life. Mm. Um, And then the healing hubs, well, you just want to share this with as many people as will listen, really. Mm. Um, There is such a lot that God is willing to give us and do for us. And somehow we ignore him a great deal. And we're only living half a life, a lot of us. Mm. Um, At Healing Hubs, I'm hoping, will will spread this message to more people. Churches should be doing it, but not a lot are into healing. They're good at preaching, they're good at teaching, but they're not good at Jesus's healing ministry. I'm just hoping that we can spread a message about this. And you don't need to do it in churches. It's everybody around the corner in in different parts of Gosport. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot to share. Yeah. Thank you. Wes, have you got any particular questions? Yeah, yeah, Diane. I, I know that you're you're sort of heading up the the healing hub with a in gospel with a, a number of uh, folks. Um, tell us a little bit about your team. Obviously, without telling us any of their secrets. I mean, um, <laughs> how did you how did you gather them? What what was how did you say to them, "Come and be part of a healing hub"? Yeah. Well, it, it was a complete God movement. After my husband died, I wanted to go back to Madagascar, and I wrote and I said I'd like to come. That I had nothing to do here. I'll come to Madagascar and work in a mission hospital. But then COVID started. And Madagascar was very much hit by COVID. So I couldn't go. And I said to God, look, I've got, I don't know how many more years I've got to my life, but I, you know, I don't want to waste them. Mm. So eventually I mean he didn't waste much time did God he got me into this um by somebody who preached at church and of course where's your there's no avoiding you when you when you have an idea in, in mind and there we are and really God has been very very active in getting the people together. And we I've got a lovely team. They are so strong in their faith. Yeah. And they're so full of ideas. And what well, we work together and listen to one another and pray for one another. And we're gaining a lot from our own, well, our own sharing, really. We're, we're yeah. learning from one another a great deal. So yeah. it, it, it's good stuff. Yeah. Wow. And they're quite diverse people, aren't they? I mean, they're not, they don't all come out of the same um, sort of mould. I hope not. Um, <laughs> we're starting to gather people. We'd like to gather people from other churches in Gosport. At the moment, oh, yes, we've got one, a gentleman from Hailing Island who's an acorn person. Um, I think what I'm particularly conscious of is the fact that people must pray safely and in an acorn way. Mm. Um because you know we're we're putting ourselves in a position with non-church people where we've we've got to be very careful what we're offering them. Um, mm. It's got to be safe. So that's yeah. why I think your training is good. 
Yeah. Well, very kind of you. And I'm sorry if I bushwhacked you in some way. Um, do you find uh, that people who, who aren't, don't have faith, who are not connected to the church, do you find they're willing to be prayed for as well? Well, I think that God is in everybody, whether they know it or not. Huh. And somehow, um, you know, if they will come to us or if, if perhaps they'll read this article in The Globe, they will realize just how much this God uh, with such a big, such a big heart as he's got, um, it just loves all his children. And I think people don't quite realize that yet. Mm. Mm. That's great. That's great. Mm. Love it. Yeah. Are there any particular times of ministry that you've had when you've met as a healing hub or even just as a healing hub team that have been quite memorable or, or encouraging for you? Well, it's a bit early to ask that yet, Lisa. Mm. I feel we're barely off the ground, really. Yeah. Um, we've got another another gathering coming up in a week's time. Um, I don't think I can report on any particular issue mm-hmm. uh, i just know that people are coming with very different concerns yeah they yeah. are lovely people who've just reached a point where they feel they're not coping and they really yeah. need god's uh, god to hear them and to comfort them and um, be with them on this journey that they've got yeah yeah, yeah. i like that good and that and that's really what you guys by serving in the way you are are able to help provide for those people and that's similar what we've heard through the other hubs as well just yes coming with very complex needs and Mm. just needing Mm. a safe place that's right yes Uh, to get comfort and love and protection and um and forgiveness often yes yeah absolutely yeah that's a good thing Dan I think it's we often we forget the incredible power of receiving forgiveness mm, and how that yes. touches body, mind, or yes. spirit. That's absolutely um, brilliant. Wonderful. Yes, that is very important. Brilliant. And well, people are just very good at listening confidentially um, and just make ourselves available to people. Yeah, yeah. And thank you so much that you do. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And it's been really good. Sorry it's so brief, but it's really good just to hear from you and hear how it's working in Gosport. Um, yes. I know Wes is looking forward to making a visit with your team to do some more training, which is really exciting. Um, but before we close, Wes, is there anything you just want to share? Uh, yes. Uh, Diana, how could how will people find you uh, in Gosport? Uh, can they go to the Acorn website? Are there other ways that they could find out where you are? Well, um, so far, we use the Gospel Globe and all the details are there and a picture of the church and your own website where people, if they have more inquiries, they can get in touch with you and you can um, put them in touch with us. Then it's on the diocesan website. Um, You put our notice out uh from acorn headquarters um we've all we stick stick a notice in the bookshop um okay wow post office yeah you'll be lucky if you don't 
see it. I mean, yeah. it's everywhere, which is so good. And we were just talking before at the start, weren't we, about how important publicity actually is. Just to yes. people know that this is available to you. Mm. Um, so I think you've done a brilliant job yeah. on that end. <laughs> oh, well, we're, we're, we're still developing it. We're, we're still we're going on with this. Well done. Well done. We haven't finished yet on the publicity. <laughs> I'm just imagining Diana a aeroplane in the sky, you know, when they fly the banners. <laughs> with a balloon attached. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing your time. Yeah. Thank um, you. And uh, yeah, all of you guys listening, do find the Gospel Healing Hub if it's near you. Uh, yes. And we look forward to catching you soon. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.